Welcome to episode one of the Year of Love. I'm Allison Wu, your host. We'll start off this year and this series by setting our intentions and understanding why this year offers us an incredible opportunity. So grab your coffee and let's go. Tibetan numerology inspired the idea behind this podcast series because according to its calendar, 2022 is the year of love. So I thought it made sense for our first guest to really have my Obi-Wan Kenobi, to use a little bit of Star Wars here, and my first spiritual teacher to help us understand this on a deeper level. Joanna Carroll is a spiritual counselor, an author, and a teacher who for the past 38 years has been helping people live their best lives. Joanna, welcome to the show. And let's start off by talking about what exactly is Tibetan numerology? Well, what it is, it's a mathematical formula that's based on 10 months rather than the 12 months of the Roman calendar, which is what we use right now. So the Roman calendar changed everything. And so it's a Tibetan system that's based on 10 months. The numerology part of it is from number one to number 11. And basically each number has tremendous value. None of them are better than, greater than. However, 11 is considered, uh, for those of you that do follow a spiritual path, it's considered the number of divine mastery. Every year that we're in the body, we have, you know, an energy around that particular year, which is great to be aware of. And then on a personal level, we have what's called our own a spiritual theme or timing cycle for the year that gets it a little more detailed or complicated. So this year, thank God, is a six year. It's a six year. So right. So we're coming from said, twenty. We're coming from twenty twenty one, which was a five year. We're yeah, twenty twenty yeah. also, mm-hmm. which was a four year. Can you give us a little bit of a run up how the last year really set us up for where we are now, which is a six year? Yeah. Well, first of all, let's talk about the four year two thousand twenty. What happened? <laughs> Big thing out in the year. You know, we had this whole global pandemic that occurred. Everybody's lifestyle, you know, turned upside down. But but the other part of it is when we look at the blessing and everything, it's positive. The positive thing for my observation on the four year was think of a square. That's four sides, right? It's about your foundation. It's about your belief system. It's about everybody taking a good look in that whole COVID four year, what was really valuable and important to them. So many people, you know, the way they work changed, they're working from home, more time with family, more time for meals, you know, the craziness of rush, 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 rush. It forced us to settle down and create a plan individually, personally, group wise, community wise, it really worked for us. That was a four year. So I have to say, you know, we got knocked on our butts on some level, right? Then we merged into the five year, which is 2021. And by the way, we get these numbers by adding the two, the two and the one. So that's 2021, which is a five year. That became even a little more chaotic. I mean, lots of changes going in lots of directions. Should I do this? Should I do that? The positive part of it, however, was we got lots of choices. You have lots of options. You know, it's kind of like controlled chaos on some level, even though particularly for families with young children at home, it was chaotic, you know, working from home, you know, teaching their children, uh, creating good meals, you know, it's like, how do I 
how to create, how do I take that four system into the five year and really let it work for me? And that's particularly last year, I think that people said, okay, this is gonna work. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Again, choices and options within a five year. So the, the chaos gets controlled, it becomes manageable. And we take that plan from the four year, the strategy, we implement it in the five year and we sort out, it's kind of like cleaning out your karmic closet. This is working, this isn't working, this works for me, this doesn't work for me. And here we come oh, into the beautiful sixth year of 2022. This is where everything that preceded that gets to feel healthy. I really feel personally, the whole COVID pandemic thing is really going to dial down in 2022. I, I believe that in my heart and my soul. It just energetically feels more peaceful. Love. It's a year of love. What does that mean? Is it relationships with other people? The main thing is self-love, you know, nurturing yourself, taking care of yourself, you know, eating healthy. A lot of people, obviously, first the year, you know, eating, exercise program, et cetera, et cetera. But on a more profound level, it's a very emotional year of really determining where our joy and happiness comes from and it has to come from within first and there's one thing i do want to say about the concept of self-love that's not being selfish it's serving your own soul right so that's what the year the basic foundation of a six year is it's about love it's about family it's about health it's where you live. You know, we had a lot of people, there's this mass exodus, people moving, going here and there. The number one place you have to move is into your own heart and soul. So everybody that's listening, take a breath, calm down, go within, you know, be out in nature, do the things you love to do with a responsible plan and get rid of all the karmic clutter. And is there something you advise your clients on what's the best way for them to really tune in to what they love? Because I think for a lot of people, you know, if they have not spent the time even starting to figure out like, what do they love? I think they've just been happy with just being able to make a living, you know, have a good roof over your head, have a good job, you know, have a good relationship with your loved ones. But when you talk about love, it's really stepping up into a much more conscious framework. Mm -hmm. So what's your guidance to people for getting really clear and courageous on following what they love? For me, love is your divine state of being. It has nothing to do with another person. You know, I always say that love poured the soul into the body. It's the scotch tape of heaven, if you will, the, the Velcro of the universe. It's the energy and that's consistency of consciousness, the creative consciousness that birthed you and that continues to birth new opportunities inside of you at all time. So on a more profound spiritual level, it's your, I always say the heart is a pillow for the soul. So it's really understanding that voice of the soul, what it is for you. It's unique and different for everyone. And also, you know, it allows us to move from surviving to thriving. And that's the main thing. You know, how do we, I hate this job, you know, but I have to do it, you know, because I have to pay my bills, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so those of you that do feel stuck, find one thing about that job that you really do love. When we focus on the energy or frequency, as many of the great scientists before us referred to, you know, that whole 
creative wave of consciousness holds a lot of gifts for you and a lot of aha moments. So don't necessarily, to me, love is a noun, it's not a verb. When I share my divine self with another person, then I am in the act of giving and receiving. You got to give to yourself first. It's about spirituality, reality, and practicality. We do have to, you know, we live in a third dimensional reality. We have to honor it on some level as well. So that's when, you know, if you haven't done your four strategy and you haven't done your five choices, catch up time. You know, you have an opportunity. Take a look at that. What's my plan? You know, what's not my vision, my goal, my dream. What's a realistic plan that's practical that I can implement, you know, maybe in the next 90 days, the next six months, do a gentle, this is a gentle year. It's not rush, 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 calm down. I hope that answers that question. Yeah, and, do, and I think maybe just the idea of making the space, right? I think this is one of the, the luxuries that has been afforded with different working situations, right? Is people are able to take the time, whether it's during lunch hour, whether it's not commuting in the morning, right? To really center yourself. And it doesn't really take that much longer than not doing it. And I think it's about making spirituality a habit. At least for me, that was a big learning in these last two years of really, you know, I knew about these things. I wasn't really doing them on a regular basis because I was rushing everywhere to get to work, to get to the next thing. Yeah. Um, this time really does afford that space. So one other thing I wanted to mention was in addition to this being a six year, people that definitely might have a spiritual theme. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about um, how you help your clients find out what their spiritual theme is? Yeah, I think the theme is important. So we have to think of, you know, the divine plan like a book <laughs> with different chapters. And each chapter is the year that you agreed to stay in your body, right? Alive, I guess, <laughs> alive, and, alive and thrive, right? That's what this year should all be about. So we all have what I call a spiritual theme for the year. It's a chapter of the divine plan, or it's a sacred umbrella that you walk under. Knowing the spiritual theme is wonderful in trying to make any decisions because if you are in alignment with that spiritual theme you could say yep this this is i'm going to rock and roll with this this is going to help me move forward grow as a person evolve as a soul remember this is a year of happiness and contentment so when you are in alignment with the energy of the year a six year and your own private personal theme you can basically it's a great way to check in is this in alignment with my spiritual theme? Will this keep me on the path? If it's not, well, maybe you need to revisit it and see how you can do it a little bit differently. It's not good or bad. That's polarization. We're living in oneness and duality and unified field. So the spiritual theme, I actually checked in on myself, you know, and it's, uh, it's all about, you know, doing my work in a new and a different way, which is definitely what I've been strategizing for the last couple of years. So I feel like I'm really still on point. I have to take a look at what those aha moments come and those quiet moments of connecting. I also do want to say moving from a five year, if those of you that do have a spiritual practice, a lot of my clients have reported it's not working for them anymore. They're doing it differently. So it's maybe not necessarily sitting and meditating for an hour, but maybe taking a walk out in nature. You know, so we're shifting gears frequency-wise, energetically-wise, which is beautiful. Do something that you love. You know, even if it's turning on the internet and listening to a child laugh for five minutes, that's a beautiful meditation, right? 
It's mm. a little bit different. The spiritual theme is extremely valuable. It really helps you stay on the path. That's the essence of it. Yeah. And I think there's lots of ways, you know, obviously you, you mentioned you, know, you can tune into that and find it yourself, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through meditation, mm-hmm. whether it's through, through listening, but they can also reach out to someone talented like you. What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they want to find out more? I do have a website. It's johannacarroll.com, J-O-H-A-N-N-A-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. There's lots of offerings there. We've also started something new, change for me. In 2022, I have a private study group. It's kind of a VIP situation that people really want to dive deep and really want to go into universal metaphysical principles. That's also on there. That's starting um, very soon, actually. So, yeah, please reach out to me. Um, I, you know, I really have dedicated my life. I left corporate America many years ago. I think the universe sort of kicked me out (laughs) and said, okay, it's time. I think a lot of you can relate to this. I wanted something that I really felt that I was in service to other people. And it's been wonderful. It's been really wonderful. And I really have to say out of everything, the timing cycles and the numerology for the year are so valuable. And I really, really, I, I just think it's going to be a beautiful year. And I'm not coming from some Pollyannish viewpoint. I really wish everyone a beautiful, loving, healthy, happy, peaceful year. Because you know what? That's the true nature of your soul. Thanks, Joanna. You know, we can use the long weekend to just check in with your soul and just really get clear on what it is you want to bring into your life in 2022. That's it for our first show. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can go to yearoflovepodcast.com and subscribe. Feel free to share. Say what you think on our social media channels. We're on Facebook and Twitter, too. I'm Allison Wu. Make it a great week.